Welcome back to Season 3, Episode 8 of Anchored in Revelation. If this is your first time here, my name is Pooj and I am truly humbled and grateful you took the time to tune in. This platform is a gift the Holy Spirit is using to minister to me and to anyone who has ears to hear. We are currently on a journey series of fasting. In our last few episodes, we meditated on the perfect example of fasting demonstrated by none other than Jesus, our Messiah. He expressed that fasting is not easy, but he stuck through because he recognized the power and value in it. Genesis 25 verses 29 through 34 reads, Once, when Jacob was cooking some stew, Esau came in from the open country famished. He said to Jacob, Quick, let me have some of that red stew. I am famished. That is why he was also called Edom. Jacob replied, First, sell me your birthright. Look, I'm about to die, Esau said. What good is the birthright to me? But Jacob said, Swear to me first. So he swore an oath to him, selling his birthright to Jacob. Then Jacob gave Esau some bread and some lentil stew. He ate and drank, then got up and left. So Esau despised his birthright. It is very interesting to me how the Holy Spirit used this portion to teach about fasting. In the past, when I read this portion, I always had sympathy for Esau. Today, however, I see this portion in a different light. Not to say this is the only way to see scripture, but a sweet reminder that the Word of God speaks to us in layers. Please hang on with me so we can study this portion together. To understand this conversation between the brothers better, we need to understand what the key element of this conversation is, and that is birthright. Birthright in Hebrew is translated as bekorah. There is a weight and value attached to this word. It means the right of the firstborn, as in there are some special privileges and advantages of holding on to this bekorah, the birthright. It gives us automatic natural access to a double portion blessing. Oh, we love that, right? We love having access to double portion blessings. Oftentimes we fail or miss out on it because we tap out too early in doing the work. Birthright has a weight and value attached to it. It comes with honor and it also comes with a huge responsibility. It is the most prized possession one could hold on to. It possesses the gift of leadership and the wisdom to walk in authority. We see the introduction of our passage today begins with Jacob cooking stew, Esau being so tired and saw that and requested he is given some stew. There was an urgency in Esau's response to Jacob. He was so tired that he allowed his tiredness and busyness to overwhelm him such that Jacob, being an opportunist, took advantage of the situation twice by asking about selling the birthright. The most valuable, prized possession esteemed with great honor and responsibility. Being the grandchildren of Abraham and children of Isaac, these Hebrew boys were both taught what this means. 
Yet, only one of them grabbed hold of the importance of what this birthright really meant. Could Jacob have better approached the situation? Absolutely. But we also need to discern, similar to Jacob, there will be windows of opportunities presented to us. God will position us at the right place at the right time. Are we aware of the timing, places, decisions God wants us to move in? This is where fasting and spending time in God's presence comes into play. Fasting sharpens our spirit to recognize the times and seasons. Fasting gives us perspective. Fasting, when spending valuable time in God's presence, reveals the plans and purposes God has for His children. We become so in tune with the Holy Spirit that we cannot neglect that nudge or whisper to go forward. The more we spend time in the Word of God, we get access to higher level of wisdom and knowledge. This is something God desires us, His children, to have. We are to be hungry for it, hungry and eager to be aware, to dig deep into the Word and unlock that heavenly wisdom. Jacob had this kind of hunger. He had this kind of eagerness to get access to the birthright that he probably observed his brother wasn't exercising as he should. Jacob appears to have been immature or a child in faith, but he still recognized the value, honor, and treasure the birthright was. His brother Esau, on the other hand, had different kind of hunger and eagerness one that was filled with frustration and desperate need to satisfy the immediate concern. He is a perfect example of what we call a microwave Christian. Wanting things immediately, being frustrated at God without wanting to do the work or apply discipline. Esau was impulsive in his decision without pausing to think about the dire consequences of giving up something so valuable and treasured. In our last episode, we mentioned how when the enemy comes into our lives with temptations, he comes with a costly price at stake. If our body and mind is not trained or disciplined to endure, we would end up paying a hefty price for a moment's worth of pleasure. We have to be careful, for it is an easy slippery slope. Esau's foundation in the Torah in God was weak, and he slipped and fell. Hebrews chapter 12 verses 16 and 17 says, See that no one is sexually immoral or is godless like Esau, who for a single meal sold his inheritance rights as the oldest son. Afterward, as you know, when he wanted to inherit this blessing, he was rejected. He could bring about no change of mind, though he sought the blessing with tears. This is hard to read. Esau gave up on a phenomenal blessing reserved for him by satisfying his flesh for a single moment. Timing is everything with God. How hungry and eager are we to grab hold of His promises? Will we give up our momentary pleasure, submit our flesh for a short period to tap into the supernatural? 
Jesus makes it very clear in Matthew 6 verses 24. No one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other. We read in Genesis, Esau despised his birthright. Watch the timing of it. He ate, drank, served the master of his flesh, and scripture states, so he despised his birthright. It is unfortunate to see Esau's failure to recognize the power of what his leadership and authority could have had if he had submitted his flesh to God. Due to this, even when Esau had a change in heart and was desperate, he could not get back what was once belonged to him. We are living, no doubt, in the end times. This is the time for us to get back into the presence of God. This is the time where the invitation is still open to be His children. Through Christ Jesus and the hefty price He paid on the cross for us, we have access to this birthright, this treasure of being part of His family, to be under His leadership and authority that unlock perspective like no other. In a world where the lines are being blurred on a daily basis, we need God's perspective over man's perspective. Seek and stay close to the Father. Be rooted in the Word. Build that strong foundation in the Lord. Fast and pray, for there is no better time such as this. Fasting and prayer is intimate, vulnerable, valuable, personal sacrifice that starves the flesh and feeds the spirit. This unlocks heavenly wisdom, power, success, knowledge, insight, and understanding. Seek after this. This is what will help us survive in the chaos of today's undisciplined world. Continue to worship the Lord Almighty and no one and nothing else. We may feel tired and exhausted. Push through. Be persistent. Be committed to see the kingdom's agenda prevail. Let God's name be glorified. I pray we have looked in our calendars and have marked some days to fast each month. Fasting and prayer is a lifestyle. It will help partner with what is on the heart of our God. This helps us burn the oil and anointing of the Holy Spirit continually without compromise, helping us to declare in confidence, we will not be shaken. I pray that this word blesses, encourages, refreshes you and your journey. Continue to be joyful and shine bright. To God the Revealer be all the glory. Amen.